Let us examine the Roman centurion in the Gospel of Matthew 8, 5-13. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Truly, I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. I say to you that many will come from the east and from the west and will take their places at the feast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the subjects of the kingdom will be thrown outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go, let it be done, just as you believed it would. And his servant was healed at that moment. There are only two times in all four Gospels that Jesus was amazed, and this is one of them. The humanity of Jesus was amazed. In fact, he was moved and astonished by the great faith of the centurion soldier. For starters, the centurion soldier knew his place, and he recognized who Jesus was and his place as the king of kings. Historically, a centurion soldier was given charge over 100 soldiers that were to follow his command, which he received from an even higher-ranking officer. Therefore, when the centurion soldier heard a command from one of his superiors, he directed it to his men accordingly. This is how a military operates and functions, each man having a rank of position. Not every man can be a chief, not every man can be the boss. There has to be someone who gives the orders and others that carry out those orders. Jesus himself said that a house divided against itself cannot stand. The entire kingdom of God operates in this kind of order. When Jesus entered Capernaum and the centurion witnessed the authority Jesus operated in, he recognized that Jesus had authority greater than even Rome. The centurion soldier recognized Jesus was the Christ divine who could heal all sickness and disease. Therefore, he approached Jesus in humility, but not ignorance. We know that because the centurion soldier refers to Jesus as Lord which is something Romans would not have attributed to him at that time. The Jewish nation was under Roman rule, under their occupation, yet the Roman soldier calls Jesus Lord, acknowledging Jesus as King of all kings. Then he makes a plea for Jesus to help his servant, who is suffering terribly and is paralyzed. Another remarkable thing. How many Roman military commanders do you think possessed this kind of compassion. Keep in mind, he is a soldier of a Roman military, and militaries are made for war. He is by all means a warrior. He is a man's man that fights to the death, and he is there as an occupier. Yet, when Jesus arrives in town, this commander is concerned for one of his men and humbles himself before the king of another kingdom making a plea for Jesus to help someone under his command. If we look at what the centurion soldier says, 
He never actually asked the question, will you come and heal him, knowing that he didn't have that right. He was a Roman, and therefore not part of the Abrahamic covenant. Yet he simply mentions to Jesus that he has a servant that is suffering. Jesus immediately says that he will go and heal him. Why? Because the centurion soldier's faith has already moved Jesus into action. And then the centurion says something so profound it amazes even Jesus.